and welcome to This Week in James City County. I'm your host, Renee Dahlman. Today we have two very special guests with us on the podcast. Both are members of the James City County Workforce Housing Task Force. We have Stephen Anderson. Stephen is with H.H. Hunt and Roger Guernsey. And Roger is an independent architect here in our community. Welcome. Great to be here. I welcome the opportunity. You all are citizens, right? You're not county employees, and you are serving on this task force. How long have you been on the task force? It's been uh, about four months of meetings so far. Four months, okay. It's been four months and a few years before that getting ready for it. Okay, talk to me about Workforce Housing Task Force. I think the best thing about the Workforce Task Force and the people that have been selected to be part of this is it's from all sectors, private, and public and really seeking solutions in a collaborative fashion to find a way to create affordable housing for the community. What does affordable housing mean? That's a phrase that I think we throw around quite a bit and people may have different definitions of affordable. Well, it's a a great question and it actually leads to other questions and tasks that we have to carry out. One of the first ones is education. We need to educate the public on what affordable housing is We have to make people comfortable that potentially you're going to live next to affordable housing. Mm -hmm. That we're not talking about cheap housing. Right. Um, Nice homes for people that previously couldn't afford them for one reason or another. When you say affordable housing, what kinds of professions would be looking for affordable housing in the county? Well, affordable housing is certainly a relative term. Sure. And what it means is if you have people within a community that have certain earning rates, that the housing should be commensurate with that to allow people, for instance, a firefighter who works in James City County should be able to live in James City County. And right now, that's not 100% the case. Roger? I would say that there's such a decided lack of affordable housing Mm -hmm. in the county. You asked, what do we mean by affordable housing? And our group is really wanting to identify it as workforce housing for those who have jobs in the county. And we do not have an adequate supply so that any individual in the county who goes about their business of the day comes into contact over and over with people serving them who cannot live here. So what does affordable housing look like? It could look like anything. And again, it's relative to socioeconomic. It's relative to ADA accessible. It's lifestyle. It's time of life. You know, it could be an apartment, be a larger home with a yard. It really is more about who needs it than what it is. Is this an issue that is specific to James City County? Or are there other communities in Virginia that have issues with affordable housing as well? This isn't unique to the United States. And and I've operated in many places throughout the country. And this is always the challenge. And the challenge is where the profitability at the higher ends of the housing industry where a lot of the more quality housing goes because people can get paid more for that, right. tends to leave behind the people that are disenfranchised buyers at lower socioeconomic level that can't afford. And they can't afford for a lot of reasons. In areas that have higher demand, the cost of the land goes up. Mm-hmm. In areas where there's more strict regulations, that cost gets added. Materials can go up. And then where the private sector and the public sector need to connect is that there needs to be a reason for a for-profit home builder 
would build a home that is affordable Mm -hmm. and it can't just be profit. And I can tell you most home builders throughout the country, if given the ability to give back to the community, because that's one of the things that we work in communities for, Mm -hmm. would be more than willing to do that. It's just trying to figure out a private-public partnership that allows or facilitates that effort where both sides, there's a level of trust on both sides Mm -hmm. where the goal is ultimately the person that moves into the home, not a win-win or a win-lose for either side. Well, and I think that that's really important in terms of taking down preconceptions about builders, that it's not all about, like you've said, it's not all about profit. It's Mm -hmm. about community as well. It's very important. Very good. So I would say that a real goal is finding the location for workforce housing. Okay. When a developer or a builder is forced to find a location that is either too small or too restricted, that all that can be built is one type of housing mm-hmm. in that location, then that's, uh, it does a disservice to everyone else. A really good neighborhood should include all different types of housing. It could be flats over garages. It could be townhouses mixed in with single-family houses. It can be apartments, condominium buildings with a variety of size units in it. All those type of units that I just described all could be in a single community if it's planned to serve a variety of of income levels and abilities to buy or to rent. Is there anything like this already in James City County, the mixed housing? Yes, there is. And and Newtown was the first true example. Sure, because you have uh, single-family homes. There are townhomes. And that housing is mixed in there. and, And few people recognize one unit against another as being that's affordable and this isn't affordable like Stephen said, it's it's not a matter of what they look like because an affordable unit can look much the same as another unit. Uh, it can have to do with size mm-hmm. so that particularly if you had, go back to the condominium building, uh, which there are some in Newtown, but the variety of condos for sale is not great there. Okay. So I don't think that particular product type was well represented there. But getting back to Newtown, it is a success in that sense, but it's a very limited part of all of James City County. Sure. And the big question is, how are we going to have more neighborhoods that uh, can include a mix of size and type? It's the question that I think confuses a lot of the message. Okay. And it's the word affordable housing. Okay. Um, because I think everybody in their mind has a picture of what that is. Mm-hmm. And everybody needs to get that picture out of their mind. Okay. Um, Because in all reality, it's shelter of whatever somebody needs to consider home. Um, It's safe, affordable, and in that case, we can help preserve and revitalize communities by building these homes. And the other thing that I think is really important is that the opportunities to accomplish what needs to be done on affordable housing is so very simple. And all it requires is, for instance, there's assistance programs within James City County that I've worked on before. Mm -hmm. And we've actually delivered market rate homes, the same as the house next door. There was just a program that 
assisted with the purchase price as part of a requirement that I, as the land developer, had to agree to when the project was put into place. Wonderful program. There are some deficiencies in it. And the only reason there's deficiencies, which has nothing to do with James City County, is that when the program was put together, um, it was put together with what was considered what's best for the customer and how do we accommodate it. And let's look at some other programs and see what works. Mm-hmm. I could tell you that, and I would be willing to do this, and I know mortgage companies would be willing to do this, if we had a joint partnership with James City County and a mortgage company and a builder and came together and put together a program, it would be better for everybody, those type of things. The other type of things when we talk about affordable housing is, and, and the challenge in James City County, and the dialogue has improved over the years, but there was a time where James City County Permit Department um, was one of the most expensive and time-consuming in the United States. That's a matter of trust. And what I mean by trust there is if a builder, developer, and the county sits down and has a discussion about what are you trying to accomplish, and the builder says, this is what I'm trying to achieve, if we get here, does it matter how we got there? So the time and the expense that also hurts the bottom line in James City County is something that when we're all done, I have to pass on to a consumer. Mm-hmm. So in some cases, we have homes that could have been affordable that are 30 to 40% higher because of the process. And again, nobody's fault and everybody loves James City County and the reason it looks as nice as it does is because of those requirements. But there's a way to do those without adding a lot of time and expense on the development side. So those are the type of things that I think, uh, those are the type of opportunities and why I was so thrilled when they put this group together, that just sitting in a room and, you know, nobody, you know, it's it's all on the table. Right, you're having dialogue. Oh, it's it's such an open dialogue, yes. That's great. And, so, and I'm, I'm the for-profit guy, so mm-hmm. I'm even being listened to. So. <laughs> Um, I'd like to ask a question of you, Stephen. What do you see as the the biggest obstacle or obstacles to creating a neighborhood of mixed cost units? At this point in this county, it would be the cost of land. And I think that, you know, it works both ways. We just um, were fortunate and blessed enough to have delivered a couple weeks ago a home to a Habitat for Humanity buyer. And that was eight lots set aside that I imagine somebody donated. I'm not sure exactly how that works. If we could find opportunities where we could be involved as a builder in areas that I saw recently in Williamsburg, they actually had a program where they were uh, demolishing old motels for new housing. Mm -hmm. And Williamsburg was paying for the demolishing. So I, I would see there's probably areas that we could evaluate within the James City County, and certainly making sure that we weren't asking any people that live there to leave. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. if there's abandoned properties or groups of abandoned properties or even homes we can build for people in distressed properties to create areas to create affordable housing, one of the things our company just did because of the desire for affordable housing, we've actually went back in and, and created a whole new series of homes called Smart Living, but it's just for affordable housing. And those are the type of opportunities we're looking for now that would accommodate that. Uh, not to 
push a point too far, but Stephen, if you had that motel property mm-hmm. come available, mm-hmm. reclaimed property, mm-hmm. three or four acres, let's mm-hmm. say, and you you have allowed on that, let's say, a hundred homes, mm-hmm. fifty homes, make call it fifty homes, and you wanted some of them to be uh, five hundred square foot efficiencies, others to be seven hundred square foot one and two bedroom units, mm-hmm. others to be two and three thousand square foot homes so that there's a mix all the way up and down the line. Mm-hmm. Some are over top one another, others are attached, and others are detached. That might not happen on that motel property, but if you had the property, um, is there a obstacle for a developer to creating that type of architecture? No, there, there is any architecture is designable and more importantly, buildable. And now that we're dealing with a, a site, we can go a horizontal site that we can go up vertical from. So we're basically saying we're turned over compaction and it's all us to go up. The first step that we would do is, um, before we started, we would do a complete focus group, competitive market analysis, and spend time with people, especially millennials, and say, what do you want and where do you want it and what do you want it to look like? Mm As builders and developers, we used to be convinced that we were smarter than anybody that wanted to buy from us. Um, now we realize that the one thing we don't we know is we know nothing at all. Um, so we spend as much as time possible asking a representative group of potential buyers, what do you want? Mm-hmm. And then that's what we design. And that's what we did with the Smart Living Series. So the first step would be the rooms and, the, and sizes you were talking about. Is that what people want? Once we determined what sizes they wanted and what amenities they wanted, we'd, we'd work back through to figure out what the footprints would be. Then we'd need to start to do the research on what product we could deliver there. Now, and this is where the county becomes very important. Then our goal at that point is to produce affordable housing, is how can we build this to industry standards at a level above the, the minimum, certainly, a quality construction. And how can we do that within a James City County approval process that can reduce the time and expense for both James City County and us as much as possible to try to determine how we can make that affordable? Do you think there'd be a marketing problem um, if you had a city block worth of small dwellings next to large dwellings or an apartment over a not at all. Uh, no. Over a large house. No, not at all. I think you can I market think the, it. It's the yeah, question I, you're saying that your survey of what is wanted, because right. you don't want to build anything you can't sell. Because uh, you've I, got to ask the right people uh, yeah, in that survey. If we build, when we have projects um, that don't build quickly, it's not just our problem. It's the municipalities. It's everybody's problem. The ability to understand diversified product and its proximity to each other is much higher rate nowadays than it has in the past. Everything had to be, and I won't use the term cookie cutter because I get blamed for that, um, but everything had to row up, and now I don't right. think it does. I think angles and, and mixed use and a little bit of this and a little bit of that, I think that's all a positive for the marketability of the community. And it also makes it more affordable because, again, that's our goal, to figure out how 
we can serve the needs of all our customers. It could put the workforce housing where it's needed when you have that kind right. of mix diversity within a single building or development. And just again, I mean, and we keep on talking about it, but I mean, I just all along the key to this endeavor always has to be that, you know, when we're talking about affordable, it's not cheap. And, right. and the connotation of the denotation gets so intermixed and intermingled that I've built a lot of affordable housing in my career and none of it was cheap. You've talked about working with focus groups in the past and whatnot. This Workforce Housing Task Force, do you have members on that task force that would be potential buyers of these affordable homes? Or is it just a group of bankers and architects and home builders around the table? Well, we have a student that's the chair that I think would buy. Well, that, that works. Yeah, so no, I, I think we've, um, they did a really good job. It's a really good cross-section. It has people that could be or can't be, but we're all in touch with different sectors of that economy. And I would certainly, and I haven't heard it specifically, but I, I know that as we get further into this, you know, a lot of our first campaign is to find out what people think. Okay. So I can tell you, this will not be a bunch of people sitting in a room and saying, here it is, you're going to love it. Okay. Because nobody's business works that way anymore. Now, is this unique to have this type of workforce housing task force? I believe it's the first one we've had in the county, but are there other groups similar to this across the country? I'm sure there there are. Uh, it's not unique here either okay. to be talking about workforce housing. Um, I've been on multiple commissions. Uh, okay. There seems to be uh, or commissions, task force, or committees. Over the years, there seems to be one comes up every 10 years. Okay. Um, my last was 10 years ago. Williamsburg, James City County Chamber Alliance at the time mm-hmm. did a, a large study about workforce uh, needs. Uh, and part of that was about workforce housing. We've studied it before. Mm-hmm. I've been involved in those studies before, and some of the issues are still the same. I'm hopeful that this time around, because this task force is is uh, underwritten, sponsored, helped by the county itself, mm-hmm. that it's going to have more traction. Anybody that serves on these kind of commissions hates to think that the product of all their work is going to end up in a report on a shelf. Right. Uh, and we all always always go into it thinking this time's going to be different. Right. Uh, I think we all intend to make it different because we're going to be involved in the community as a part of this whole process. I can say the opposite. I've been in these type of task force on this subject and others throughout the country in a lot of different municipalities. And I can honestly say this is the first one that I've seen with this level of or this combination of private sector, public sector, um, government, foundation, industry, just a really, could have been a real problem. Um, Because everybody has an opinion and they're not the same. That um, everybody who speaks gets the same level of voice and uh, everybody's listening and nobody's prejudging. And because I, I really, really feel, and again, only living here for a few years now, that this is a problem that has frustrated people for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. And I just get a sense that we're going to solve it this time, is, is, is all I'm saying. And I can tell you that to your concern, you know, as a company, 
and as my occupation is to try to figure out how to expand our business in this location and also being a resident, I'm trying to take everything I can from here to allow us to take the affordable housing initiative out to the public and to make it part of our business going forward. So it might end up to be a, a book someplace, but it'll be a playbook in, in our business and we'll be building from it. All so. right. So what does success look like to you? It's a year or so down the road. You all have met every month and you've done lots of good work. What is that final success to you? It's certainly a big part of it would be that the general public gains a full and accepting understanding of the need for more workforce housing in our county and that they, the community understands not only the need but uh, the desirability of including it in their own neighborhoods. Very good. It's two-part to me as well. I mean, it's, it's ready, willing, and able people that can't qualify. Really, the American dream of home ownership is real. It really is. And I've had times in my career where I, where I built million, two million dollar houses and everybody was miserable. But building houses for people that have really stretched and it's their first home and it's the first home and sometimes in their, in their family's history. I mean, that's so neat. But I, I think what kind of, that's like almost the symptom of the solution. And what I mean by that is just, it's all about education. I mean, it's education, um, you know, going back um, into middle schools and high schools and teaching people, you know, what credit means mm-hmm. and what you need to do to be in a position that as you graduate high school or college or wherever that you're going to be able to afford a home and your credit is all important. It's educating existing residents on what affordable housing is so that we can position these communities in areas where people want to live that are safe instead of having to put them someplace where nobody will be against it because it's it's a vital addition to the communities. And then we have to educate municipalities and even people who need to get elected Mm -hmm. um, that this isn't an issue that if you get behind, it's going to hurt you. This is going to be an issue that because you're, you're providing shelter and creating jobs and giving back to your community, this is something that you ought to get votes for, not something that should cost you votes. So when all that happens, you know, the train's kind of over the hill. And I think the rest is the byproduct of that is that affordable housing starts to happen. Well, thank you both so much for coming in. I believe that this group is the best chance we have of being able to help with affordable housing in the county. And we appreciate all of your time because I know it's not an easy thing to do and to participate. So thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you for the opportunity to be here. For more information about the Workforce Housing Task Force, you can go to the county's website at jamescitycountyva.gov slash 3504. Again, that's numerals 3504. Well, that wraps up this episode of This Week in James City County. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, please subscribe to our podcast. You can find us on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Also visit our county website at jamescitycountyva.gov slash podcast to listen to all of our episodes. And we have a form where you can give us show ideas, comments, whatever you'd like to share with us. So we will talk with you next week.